0: When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden
1: essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Sheep demand is remaining steady compared to past years. That's according to Eric Might, Vice President of the Wisconsin Sheep Breeders Cooperative. He says the holidays and ethnic markets are two key driving factors.
0: Lamb demand has remained pretty steady I would say this year compared to the past. Prices are up. Um, carcasses are about the same as they've been in the past but lamb demand is up. Ethnic markets are good and that's been very steady for Wisconsin uh, with the big cities and the, the ethnic markets that we can have around here. Obviously, tailgates are seasonal. Uh, we come into football season. Lamb's not always one of our biggest cuts or sides of the industry. where tailgating. It's usually beef and pork, but we do see some uh, rise in the fall with uh, tailgating, fish up the season. But the ethnic market is, is big in the spring and summer uh, for their big holidays, and we look forward to those seasons.
1: So is the industry working to boost that at all then, or what's going on there to try to m- mitigate that in a sense?
0: Uh, we would like to see it even out year-round. We do have quite a few people lambing in the fall now because the weather this time of year is nice. Uh, They can get lambs to a nice market size in the spring for the uh, the ethnic market. Um, So we're trying to even this out where it's not all spring lambs ready in the fall so we have a consistent year-round supply.
1: A big challenge for all agribusinesses, especially production and agriculture, is the higher input costs. How has the industry been navigating that, especially here in Wisconsin?
0: That's the That's a very good question that I I can't have very many answers to, except for as a producer, we try to minimize any costs we can. We try to cut back maybe some of our flock numbers, especially our lower producing uh, females or males, Uh, and just try to tidy up any place we can. And uh, it's tough. There's no lie. It's tough.
1: When it comes to both sheep numbers and farm numbers here in Wisconsin, are you seeing that sheep grow or decline or what are the trends looking like?
0: I think the trend is up. There's a very big upside for small niche markets, uh, the new breeds, uh, small breeds, uh, especially kids that get into 4-H and they can use these backyards of 5 acres and have 10 ewes. Um, our families with spinners, they can have uh, their own wool. Um, I think that's another upside. Um, something we've just learned about is the solar farms. Um it's going to become a big deal. Um, we're working with a company that's asked us for contacts for sheep and goats to graze these solar farms. Um, and that'll be a lot of sheep um, that we may not have, so we may have to look out west and bring loads in. So there might be some producers getting larger. So it's it's it looks good. It's promising because we've had these contacts here recently.
1: Are there any newer breeds that are becoming more popular now? Certain ones obviously strive better in Wisconsin than others.
0: Yep, they do. Um, commercially, obviously, we see a lot of, you know, Dorset-based, uh, Targhee-based, because they're hardy and they lamb year around. Um, kind of a trendy breed. Um, I've been lucky enough to judge a few fairs over the summer, and a, a breed I've seen for the first time, and I'm going to probably pronounce it wrong, Valet Blacknose. Um was a cool breed to actually see in person, and I can see them being very popular. And I'm not talking Suffolk, Hampshire number popular, but I think uh, small flock number's very popular breed coming up.
1: We see lambing really pick up in the spring, as you mentioned. However, that's also when we have a bigger demand for market lambs as we get into that Easter season. Can you walk me through the wave of supply and demand of the industry as a whole and how that's working out when it comes to the lambing side of things?
0: Um, obviously, like you said, uh, spring is huge. Uh, I would say 75, 80% of the lambs are born in, let's just say, January to April. Um, but there is quite a few people switching to end of September to the 1st of November lambing. Uh, the flies are gone, and the lambs can get to grow, and they can get them to market sooner. There's not an influx of lamb at market. So, it seems to be a good spot to get the packers filled back up. Um, Summer lambing is popular with certain groups of people around the state, and that's awesome. I think the dairy industry can lamb year round, Um, and that helps, you know, being. And hair sheep doesn't seem to be a problem where they can lamb year round. So, people that want to lamb in the summer and they don't have to dock tails and worry about fly strike, um, it's becoming more popular. It's just we have the largest number spring.
1: And we've been talking a lot about the meat side of the industry, but what about the fiber and that dairy side? Are there any key trends that you're seeing there?
0: Uh, That industry is growing uh, a lot. I can't give you a percentage, but that building is packed all weekend, um, and they are very excited and enthused, and we are to have them here. So for that part of our industry to see that grow, to have wool uh, as a, a positive thing, not because our industry is having a hard time getting rid of some raw wool there's been a a wool buyer is closed down in Ohio and so some of this wool is kind of needs a place to go but it's nice to see that building pick up and and use that wool and fiber Um, the dairy industry is growing there's more dairy sheep and dairy milk and cheese Um, at our annual meeting we tried uh, everybody we had a uh, cheese social afterwards and we got to try it it was kind of cool because it's some of that stuff you don't usually see and it was nice to have everybody hang out and Use that.
1: Speaking of you're trying to get find somewhere for that wool to go to excess, how is that looking? What niche markets have you guys been looking into, or even if that's exporting or anything like that, that are trying to help with that?
0: That is a good question because it, as an industry right now, we're looking to fill that void from the mid-states co-op closing. Um, we don't have an answer that right now is definitive where we can go with the mass quantities. Uh, there's talk of another supplier that will take that and a new supplier taking over for that uh, company that's shut down, but I think the the fiber industry is trying to do what they can in their niche market. It's not going to take over the huge commercial wool. Um, that is a problem we have. We're still looking for. We do not have that answered yet.
1: That was Eric Might, vice president of the Wisconsin Sheep Breeders Cooperative. He encourages anyone and everyone interested to get involved with the association and learn more about sheep. You can find out more information on their website, wisbc.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.